Uh, oh uh, my god, that's like Barney. Hmm. I actually went up. He left the room, so I don't know if we're recording yet. Uh, we are. Do you have the soundboard? Do you just want to do this without him? So for this one, <laughs> let's see if she does it right this. Let's see if she does it right this time. Okay, go mm-hmm. whenever. You... Just go for it. Just hit it whenever you're ready. Are you shady? What? Are you shady? What? The, the shade, shade parade. And this is the shade parade where we have all of the opinions and none of the facts. I am as jealous of Little Wayne as the rest of the Saltine seditionists. I am Vicky Villaness. And this land is your land. This land is her land. From Brazil, Morocco, London to Ibiza, straight. L.A. to New York, Vegas to Africa. Say hello to my co-host, Ari Kiki. Miss, can I, can I beg of you to back up a little bit? Wow. All I see is for like, everything but the forehead. Good. Good. It's usually the only thing you can see. I need to figure out where my center is. I, don't, I feel like it's a lot more this way than usual. You have to figure out where your center is. <laughs> is this what you're looking for? You can't find your center. To the left, to the left, to the left, to the left, to the right. To the right. So, welcome to the Shape Parade. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for our Flaming Topics Friday. You want this? As you were, I'm sorry. I realize I'm talking over you. This week, we're going to talk going to talk about Matthew Camp, whose house recently was under attack. The inauguration of Joe Biden. Amanda Bynes is alive. And DJ Khaled and Fat Joe do a duet on OnlyFans. So, Matthew Camp recently went on Instagram. I think it was Monday. Yeah, it was early this week. It was before the inauguration. The 14th, as per the article. Yeah, and his home in Poughkeepsie was set on fire by an arsonist who is wearing a mask. Now, I'm not really sure what has happened with this story. I haven't really followed all of the developments. But um, I do know that he and uh, his friend, Six Carter, who were also staying in the house together, both got out safely. But essentially everything that he has ever owned has been burned. Yeah, it basically the entire thing is destroyed. Like, there was no... Whoever this motherfucker was that, that started the fire was really um, efficient in making sure that his his uh, arson went the way he wanted it to. Does that make sense? I don't know how to phrase that, but... 
Yeah, it, it just looks crazy. I really hope that there's a, um, I really hope that he, this person is, is brought to justice. It's just insane. For those of you who don't know who Matthew Camp is, he was a former go-go dancer here in New York, um, turned adult star, turned OnlyFans uh, individual, um, an advocate for sex positivity, um, recently purchased a house. I don't know if it was recently, but I believe it said recently purchased this house and had you know gotten everything inside. And, and then someone came in or Jocelyn all over the front porch and set the whole thing up on flames. It's crazy. In New York State. Yeah. But I think Poughkeepsie was Trump country mm-hmm. for a minute. Uh, well, a lot of the New York, <clears throat> New York and New Jersey both have a lot of Trump areas. New York City itself is, is not Trumpian at all. But the state is a different story. Yeah, the surrounding the surrounding states or the surrounding counties around New York and Jersey are all a little redder. Well, this is really sad news, and I really hope that this person is brought to, brought to justice, and I hope that Matthew had some type of insurance so that not all will be lost, but at least you're like safe and ha- and like healthy. And like, <sighs> there is a GoFundMe out uh, to help him raise funds again once uh, once he's able to restart rebuilding his life, basically. Yeah, I, and I'm sure you can find that on his social media. So I'm just really sad to hear that, and. Uh, yeah, best wishes, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, Amanda Bynes is doing stuff. So we hear. It's a great segue. It's not, it's not tw- like 2009, but Amanda Bynes is here. And apparently she is rebranding herself as a rapper. And her first single, Diamonds, has been released. Ari, do you want to give this a listen? Do you want to listen to the song? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if, I don't believe there's any rights to it that we would have to worry about. Um, I mean, we'll just play it off the air and come back. Yeah, if you have it up, um, I guess cue it up. Hit it, Misty DJ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it didn't stop Lumi D. <laughs> That's just because we were talking about that earlier. <laughs> As in me and DJ. Someone had made a TikTok about how the Lumi D song, she never hits a single note properly. In the entire song. <laughs> and it still managed to peak at number three on the top uh, 100. So there's still hope for you, Amanda. There's still mm-hmm. hope for you. I don't know about that. That song was trash. I hope, I mean, like, that's a snippet, but don't release the rest of it. Just leave it. Just leave it at home. Just eat it. I wonder if someone's going to take the beat and uh, attach it to the dance of Lindsay Lohan and Mykonos. It's like dueling banjos. (laughs) White trash edition. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, I can't. I mean, actually, I do want Amanda Bynes to release some more music. Like, that was trash, but only so that one day we can have an Amanda Bynes and Lindsay Lohan versus. Uh, why wouldn't it be Lindsay Lohan and like Hilary Duff? What? Amanda Bynes is not known for having any music out. I keep getting Amanda Bynes and Hilary Duff mixed up. Why not? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna let you run with this one. Huh? Uh, that's all you. <laughs> uh, uh. That's what happens when she's left by herself in Maryland. <laughs> all this trap music. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, DJ Khaled and Fat Joe are opening an OnlyFans together. Huh? Wait. It's not what you think. And it kind of is what you think. I looked up the article. Come on, plus side. It's it's not nothing triple X related. I mean, it's... Right, because with DJ Khaled and, and Fat Joe involved, the only triple X has an L behind it. So we already know that it's probably not going to be, like, porn-related. Say that one more time. It's not going to be porn-related. Yeah, no. Even if it was porn-related, I know there's there's definitely someone out there looking for it. Oh, no, there's a market. Uh, there's a market. Always a market. Um, so if that's your if that's your um, yum-yum, we're not going to yak that out or whatever the phrase is. Yak my yum, something like that. Oh no! <laughs> um, what they are doing? This is what happens when pe- they keep on making these reality shows on MTV and VH1, and when they don't get the contract picked up, you end up creating your own OnlyFans with all the content you recorded. Because what it is, it's them uh, having motivational and personal moments on OnlyFans. <laughs> uh, so, and who the fuck thought these two should be hanging out together? That's like that's like mukbang country. Yeah, I don't know, but why does Fat Joe look like late stage Sammy Sosa? (laughs) He's a late stage Sammy Sosa. (laughs) I would actually much rather see them like at a table, just like fucking up crab legs and. I don't, I don't necessarily (laughs) enjoy any of that. (laughs) I also, I I don't know why I find it more. Easier to digest, no pun intended, watching a female do it than watching grown-ass men. Do what? Eat, like, food on camera. Can you see them fucking up, like, some gumbo, some Spanish Oh, food? I can totally see them fucking that up. I mean, I feel like that's a daily day. That's, that's just day-to-day down in Florida, where the fuck they live. Barbecue ribs. Mm-hmm. Not fat-shaming, just acknowledging the situation. <laughs> As a girl of over 350 pounds, I'm just like. (sighs) And I don't know who's paying for this. Who's paying for all these meats? Yeah. Um, This is what happens when, yeah, when Mona Scott just does not pick up your phone calls. Who's Mona Scott? She's the producer of Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, like I said, VH1 and MTV and all these channels like creating, creating these reality shows, and when they don't they don't green light stuff, you just let's just put it on OnlyFans and someone will pay for it. Yes, it'll be only for 
your fans. The rest of us don't have to watch this shit. And I'm thankful. I'm very thankful for that. Could you imagine if there was like a universal fee for like OnlyFans so you could channel surf channels? <laughs> I could see that, but I heard I saw this earlier on Twitter that like OnlyFans is the wish of porn. Yes, like, that's a great analogy. I just don't know if I need to scroll through countless hours of infomercials. Like, yeah, yeah, because it would just We're end up being English. infomercials, basically. I mean, I already follow enough, like, um, ambiguously straight men who may or may not be gay. No, and not, not, not me. Like, they all like promote the like more of these like ambiguous. But they don't work together, do they? Because they're like straight the ones you follow. No, no, no. Sometimes, sometimes they work together. Sometimes they're like in a room together. And you're like, oh no, what's about to happen? Wait, it's twenty three dollars to find out what's behind this locked screen. Mm. No, sir, I didn't like it. No, and I never will. I'll never do it. I'll never click. I'll never get past that paywall. We were watching. I made Marjorie watch uh, Deadpool last night. She had never seen it before. And the whole beginning love scene where like they celebrate each season, every holiday, with like a different sexual situation. And it, like International Women's Day, she's pegging him. That's about. That sounds good. Ooh. Oh, it's Ryan Reynolds. So like anything Ryan Reynolds bent over backwards is nice. These are facts. Yeah, but see, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know because that's that's when. I told you I've followed all these straight men on, on OnlyFans and shit and on Twitter. And I just, the mystery is gone, girl. The mystery is is gone. And I, I don't want to see another straight man's asshole ever again in my life. What won't you do for 50 bucks? Uh-uh. I never, I, I, I thought I would never see the day that I would just be disgusted. But I am thoroughly disgusted by straight men's assholes. I just don't want to see them. Oh no, that's nasty. <laughs> we, I need to get this Cleveland sound of it. That's nasty. <laughs> we'll have that today. <laughs> I'll find it for you and I'll send it to you. Uh-uh. Well, we're obviously. Okay, before we get into the whole inauguration of Joe Biden, there is something that I have to address from last week's episode. Okay. Because apparently y'all felt some kind of way when I called it menopause in the city. And I agree. I have to agree that everything that I said was a little sexist. Actually, it was wild sexist. And it was wildly, it was ageist as fuck. And I apologize because, you know, a story of women of a certain age, you know, women do not lose their interest or their stories don't lose interest after they, you know, turn 30 so uh, yes i'm sure that the story of these three women will be quite interesting though i stand by my point that i think this story is going to be boring as fuck because i mean like where could you go unless it's like i don't know don't 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 repeat your mistakes you just apologize <laughs> for <laughs> no like unless and like listen unless unless something traumatic happens Divorce, death, 
murder, maybe all three. The only way any of this story is going to go forward is if we lose the men. That's the only way the story is going to go forward because that's how it started. And that's the only reason that people are going to continue to tune in for it, in my opinion. Which, it's my show, so of course it's my fucking opinion. But, like... I wanted to chime in, but it's we're already beating a dead horse upon arrival. The show itself is already a dead horse. No pun intended to Sarah Jessica Parker. Ah. <laughs> ah. Ah. So I will leave you with your statements, and I will not re-chime in. You, if you heard last week's episode, if you haven't, go back and tune in. Yeah, that was the, the straw that broke the camel's back. But Sally. So, ding dong, the orange witch is dead. Ding dong! (laughs) Is a new day in the Republic. (laughs) Joseph. Confederacy. (laughs) Over here with these Star Wars terminology. Joseph Rosalinda Biden is now our 46th president. Also making Pamela Debbie Harris the first African-American woman of Asian descent. Is that what you just did? Yeah, when you say her middle name, you have to say it like Fester Adams from the Adams family. Yeah. So I I knew the reference. So I, I always introduce her as Kamala Debbie Harris. Oh my god. Not Debbie. We just lost it. Can't see him, but he's he's gone. Oh my goodness. So, so we have Rosalina and Debbie. <laughs> so, Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> so, everyone came out in their finest. Except. Someone said, like, everyone said, someone said they look like um, uh, bold colors in a crayon box. <laughs> they reminded me of Totally Spies. <laughs> totally spies. It was, this it was like three girls on Disney. I think it was. Yeah, it was like three girls. They had like these these unitars. You, you'll you, you'll see it. You'll see. It. Google it. Google it. We'll just say Powerpuff Girls. Was it Powerpuff? Girls? Yeah, it was. They were Powerpuff Girls with titties. Your reference. Yeah. Uh, so everyone enjoyed apparently the inauguration, except for um, well, not except for there were a bunch of people who didn't enjoy it. Mostly those insurrectionists who are probably still sitting in prison waiting for their pardon. But, um, <laughs> isn't that some shit? It's been a minute since I blow my nose on the show. Yeah, I, can we, can we set a thing so we know? No, that no. And I won't remind you when I listen to the episode next week. Mm-mm-mm. 
So. Dingo and the baby. <laughs> Sorry, I'm amused now. So the Obamas were seeing wearing, uh, I mean, can we just talk about Michelle Obama? Can we just talk about Michelle Obama mm-hmm. there for a second? Mm-hmm. This fucking Power Rangers, it's Mighty Morphin Time belt buckle she had on. Like, <laughs> I need to be the Maroon Ranger. Where was the Maroon Ranger? I love that everyone decided to show up in monochromatic color schemes. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> where there was um, Michelle Obama who dressed in this oxblood maroon tone with this beautiful coat mm-hmm. and Kamala who became the first female president of color was sworn in wearing this president? what did I say? I think he said president <laughs> you have to you have you can't sh- 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 we can't tell him it's gonna happen in three months we can't tell him yet. <laughs> Uh, but she's wearing her this beautiful like royal purple Uh, was it purple or was it blue the only reason I call it gold and white or or black and gold the only reason (laughs) I call it purple is because I remember watching CNN watching the inauguration and one of the like pundits was commenting how this specific color meant something to her and how she has like a history with it and something else. Okay. And then Dr. Jill Biden showed up in her baby blue turquoise. Baby blue, yeah, 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 yeah. And can we talk, oh, oh, and also Amy Klobuchar and her pumpkin spice orange. But J-Lo came up in cream. Girl, J-Lo came up in cream and decided to... Get loud. Girl. <laughs> Wait, can, we ta- can we talk about J-Lo? Why wouldn't we talk in about her J-Lo? her cream? Like, okay. Latinos hosting a podcast. How can we not talk about J-Lo? So, first off, there's a picture that she posted on Instagram. Like, the day of... On the steps. On the steps where you can see that her peep toe heel. Where the where the um Marshall's sticker has been removed, that clearance no. sticker has been removed at the bottom of the shoe. Right. <laughs> w sticker has been removed off the bottom of the shoe. So they had to take off her size in the fifty nine ninety nine sticker off the bottom of these Robert Claire Jure knockoffs. What the she why? Oh no. Why, who, who was not on top of their shit? That <laughs> Somebody's getting fired. <laughs> and that's the first photo when you open that post. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All like, I saw, legit, all I saw was the price tag. <laughs> I, oh. It's so, so rude. <laughs> but, well, what was ruder... Was her injecting her fucking, what, seventh studio hit into an American classic? I think it was like her (laughs) third or fourth single ever in the past 20 years. 
Which is crazy to think she's had a career for 20 years as a singer. It, it, bitch, I wish I believed in myself the oh. way that Jennifer Lopez believes that she can sing. Like, I wish I had that amount of self-confidence because... I feel like J-Lo is, uh, like, slowly getting on the fast track of RuPaul of, like, just cash cow the whole lifestyle. Oh, yeah. The clothes, the, the shoes, you, you, oh, you know, bitch. she... You pay me to show up, I'll show up for numbers, whatever you so, want. Yeah, so we already have the J-Lo clothing brand that happened. We had Glow by J-Lo so you could smell like her. We have okay. the J-Lo skincare regimen. Bitch, I promise you, give it three more months, we're going to have J-Lo wigs running all up and down Fifth Avenue. Trust and believe. She's just going to have, and it's just going to be J-Lo with her, like, the signature blonde streaks in her honey-colored hair. She looked great. She looked great. She, looked she gave you some bilingualness. She, you know, if she could have, she would have popped, her daughter would have popped out of the costume and, and started singing also. I was really waiting for her to climb the Eiffel, the, um, the statue the over there. She would have jumped on Abe Lincoln over at the Capitol. Right? The way that she did at the Super Bowl. I was waiting for her yeah. to just climb up and give me that stripper pose. But she probably and then, can't. And then she slides down and bangs into a camera. <laughs> All like New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, honestly, the one person... Were you not entertained? Were you not entertained? <laughs> I mean, honestly, during the inauguration day, I am so happy for Joe Biden. I am over the moon for Kamala Harris. But the one person who really needs to be getting their flowers, their fucking standing ovation and round of applause is J-Lo's fucking manager. Because this bitch has been working all year long. She hasn't released new music in like two years. That's a lie. You had me. You wanted me to recreate the cover for her, no, her most recent single, which is a terrible ballad. What the about recent single? Something in the morning. And she's naked with a black silhouette. Oh, wait, that's right. She had a ballad this year, right? Or last year. I think it dropped in, like, December. It, but it was, oh. I think. No one cares. Like December, like, December, like, a month ago? Yeah. Or December, no like, oh. No, it, it sounds it's not it's not the direction she needs to be oh, going. Oh, so this was supposed to be her like this is my new single tour. No, no, you can't do that at the inauguration. But like, the fuck she can't. Like, tell tell her she can. <laughs> she said, "Let's get loud." I turned around. And I said, "What?" Bless her heart for le- releasing a single that's been able to like transcend generations, years, and decades. It had nothing to do with the moment at hand. Yes, it did. We all were trying to get loud. Co- Covidly speaking, safely. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. There was already too many people at this super spreader inauguration event. And, and then you had not- show up like a character out of Hunger Games. Oh my God, Lady Gaga dressed like Katniss Everdeen. I lived with that fucking hubcat butterfly bird thing that she had on her chest. This is, this is what ha- This is the, the the ripple effect of Sex in the City the movie with that bird and hairpiece. Oh <laughs> my god! Oh my god! I mean, honestly, wait for 
that's a way to be real topical. You know, that that is gaga, honestly, to be that that topical. Like, mm-hmm. like you have to wait a full decade to come all the way back around for, to when something is about to be re-released to then be on the trend with it. Is well, that I really, it, it, was, it was a double tap because it was like, Bird from Sex in the City, and then the Mockingjay from Hunger Games. It was definitely the Mockingjay. Oh, totally. The odds were ever in her favor as she was leaving the stage, trying not trying to say hello to everyone, but not not wanting to get close enough to touch them. I hated her hairstyle so much. This black and white Heidi hairdo, <laughs> yodeling fantasy. <laughs> I was into it. I, I was into this look. Did you see Alaska recreate it like the same day? I, I promise you, because I know she has Gaga's number on the phone. So he must have been talking to either her or her people and be like, what is she going to wear? Because I need to shit on this first. <laughs> and for that, I give her props. Apparently, Keisha Carr recreated the, the Michelle Obama outfit also already. Oh, really? Yeah. A full head, head to toe. The girls Ten are magazine. The, the, look I, I'm really, the look I'm looking to recreate, honestly, is, is Bernie Sanders. Oh, my God. Mittens. Mittens. <laughs> Sitting alone in VIP. Like you about to, like you had to stop by Joe's thing at 9 a.m., and then right after you go into Marshalls and then you got to pick up something from CVS and Dwayne Reed. No, no. Oh, one the wrong way. Yeah. He's just not. <laughs> not having it. My well, favorite was that they, they superimposed them in a subway train. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that, that's totally a white old man going up to the Upper East Side to go to home. I put it away. Miserable, not able to have anyone sit next to him. <laughs> I am Bernie Sanders, and I implore you to help sit next to me on the train. <laughs> I feel, I feel like we're, we're we're like you're sitting on a on a snatch game character you didn't realize you could do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I. Uh, don't know what other oh we didn't talk about Trump leaving. Yeah, yeah. This this disgraceful, cowardly bitch leaving office with her tail between her legs. Have you seen they took her um her getting on the helicopter and they synced it to the RuPaul like <laughs> Yeah. There he was, saw Melania walk off. Melania walking away from him. She just said, no, I'm, nope, I'm done. Don't want to talk to nobody. Not here for it. My job here is done. In her uh, 60s Copacabana. $3,700 dress. Are you serious? They yeah. already found it. Yeah. <laughs> her dress was $3,700. I mean, look, I'm not going to lie. Her dress was cute for a choice. Um, it sent the message that she needed received. And she like, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I am. Full- like, like, she I really she did not even try and play off like swatting the hand away. She literally just walked away from him. She said, I do. I did. She's I like, know. you got six more months, and then I'm calling it quits. And here we are. 
six months later, she. I wonder what the prenup looks like. It's gotta be good. The story is that she had it. She had it altered before she went to the White House. She reworked it six months before, for, for six months before moving into the White House. Yeah. So, I mean, she may be a heartless bitch, but she's not a stupid one. She said, fuck Christmas. Who gives a fuck about this Christmas shit? He needs some milk. <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of Flaming Topics. Last week's question of the week, uh, of course, was regarding Ronnie's favorite topic, Miss Sex in the City right now. <laughs> it was topical. <laughs> um, we asked, what are your thoughts, expectations regarding the Sex in the City revival? And just like that, dot, dot, dot. And we got a few responses. Um, I didn't see that many on my end. But what I did get was... Prodigy Major said it should just be called The City, starting Whitney Porter. Yeah, Whitney yeah. Porter, sorry. Um, Darling Rio said just keep it. <laughs> you don't want it. Um, Mike, do you hear these bikes outside? I do. Uh, Mike in progress said Carrie was a wishy-washy white chick when it came to her relationships. Dot, 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 boring. Matter of fact, uh, she, the only thing she had going for her was the wardrobe. They can keep it. The show was nothing without, the show is nothing without Samantha. Samantha. Samantha um, was the sex in the city. I mean, the other girls had sex here and there, but you really was here for Samantha seeing her get crazy sex. You, you were here for Red Shoe Diaries, Samantha. You were here for Taxi Guy Confessions, Samantha. You were here for the other part of HBO that you watched when you were a little kid. And you weren't trying to get caught on. So, like, yes, the other women had sex on the show, but, like, literally all of Sarah Jessica Parker's sex scenes were either tasteful or written out of the show so that they were, like, done in, like, cutaway form. Um, Correct. uh, The redhead, Cynthia Nixon. Miranda. Miranda did maybe one or two sex scenes. One in particular which she did, which she, like, bared her breast. Never afterwards. And after, like, and then after she got into the relationship with Steve, they literally never had sex again on camera or ever again. Right. She um, that's why she was a full fledged lesbian. She was not about to fly. Charlotte had sex on the show twice and never, like, she tits. She, but her sex scenes were never like. Oh like, no! Never crazy. Never crazy. Never racy. And. But that was- character they literally she literally only had two the only person in the entire show who had any kind of sex not just straight sex not just heterosexual sex but was also experimenting with lesbian sex had a ex-boyfriend who turned out to be a drag queen and also lived above the trans women in the meatpacking district at that time because willem was in that season was samantha Literally the only person who was masturbating, who was having sex with other people, who was telling her story was Samantha. The rest, that's why it's going to be called Old City. That's why I said it. And then I just did what I did again. God damn it, I got a rattlesnake that. Fuck. I was like, let me just talk about my questions of the week answers. I don't know why you had to go back in there. We talked about the dead horse. Um... Sour Patch Kid said it's going to be whack without my girl Samantha Jones. 
I feel like a reboot is a bit much. I'd be more down for a cute special, like what they did with Will and Grace prior to that reboot, and the election. I'm not sure what that means. Um, Kareem McJagger said, are they bringing in some POC leads? A trans woman would balance that cast out nicely. Uh, And that's just about all the responses I seem to have gotten. Let me wait. Let me check my Facebook. I think I may have missed Facebook. Well, the rear end of the pony said, girl, same. Straight to the discount DVD bin of your local video electronics store. Then subsequently into the video collection of every Becky, Karen, and Janet in the land. Hashtag never asked for it. Hashtag Manolo. Oh, Manot it. <laughs> um, my sister-in-law, who asked not to be um, at or mentioned in the podcast, said it's unnecessary. I'm still going to watch it. <laughs> uh, which I feel like I'm on the same boat as her. Hate like, it's not necessary, but I'll still watch it. I'll tune in for like one or two episodes and see where it goes. I'm like I, I told most people I feel like it's gonna be they're gonna bring in a bunch of like POC leads uh, not leads like Kareem said but I feel like we're gonna be introduced to a bunch of POC side characters and those characters are gonna be the spinoff stepping stone because it's HBO Max they're like they jump they're gonna lose Insecure in a minute. They're gonna be looking for new material. Yeah, and you know, material. You know where I stand. You know where I stand on that nostalgia train. Like, I I feel like we could have again. We could have done all of this. Like, if we were looking for a new cast to put forward, we could have done that. We could have done that without any of these women from Sex in the City. If they wanted to be producers on the back end, awesome. You do that. You hire a group of other women that you want to like tell another story or go on or something but like i feel like the story that we were telling here done like girl what what are we going to expound upon now but so this question of the week what is the question of the week for this week based on our conversations in the episode i would say where the fuck is this drive? Um, Jesus Christ, these topics. Uh, <laughs> oh, we didn't talk about what Joe Biden did in the first day. Oh, did you want to talk about it? I mean, I could. Um, he So yesterday was his, well, I guess Wednesday was his first day back in office. Um, right after the inauguration, he rejoined the Paris Climate Agreement. He mandated a mask-wearing um, uh, executive order on all federal properties. Um, he signed another executive order for equity and equality uh, as it relates to how we treat people um, to support under underserved communities. Uh, he ended the Muslim travel ban. He put into place uh, immigration reform um, and a path for citizenship and reuniting separated families, which we've all been like kind of vocal about. Um, an extended um, suspension for evictions and student loan payments. Um, and much of, among a couple of other things. And that was just day one. Um, just jumping on the, but like, fuck Trump and I'm a ruin what you, st- like, I'm gonna fix what you, I'm gonna fix your wrongs. Um, so I'm totally here for that. And 
maybe that's where I should go with the question of the week. What do you feel like uh, Biden and Harris need to tackle next? Or should add to their, like, to-do list for the next four years? Four to eight years? Oh, I want to answer this question. Um, the first thing I think they should do is make politics boring again. I don't give a shit. Just make it boring again so I can stop not paying attention. Like, please. I don't agree with you on that statement. <laughs> That's a messy statement. Such a messy statement. <laughs> you don't mean it, which is what pisses me off the most. <laughs> No, I I mean, I that's a political question, so I, I have a ton of answers that I could give, but that's the one that comes to mind the, the fastest. All right. Uh, I'm not going to answer this question. I'd rather see what you guys put out there. So I'm, I feel like we have a lot of listeners and a lot of people who chime in in the question of the week uh, with various uh, views and opinions, and I think it'd be great to see what, what you're doing. Why are you photographing me in this terrible angle? Um, <laughs> DJ's like catching me from the side and like from a slightly beneath my neck level. <laughs> that casts the wrong shadows. Yeah, but whatever. Uh, he's having a good time by himself just taking these photos. Anyways, um, so if you are tuning in, Please chime in on our social medias. Again, as we always do, we will talk about it on the episode, which I feel like I need to make uh, a reference to when I post these things. People need to be aware that we're sharing these answers on the episodes. I don't feel like people always know that. Certain listeners know that, but I don't feel like everyone who responds on social media knows that that's the case. Mm. You okay there? Yeah. Are you hungry? No. Okay. Well, thank you for listening. We will be back on Monday for our weekly catch up. Be sure to check out our site for merch, shop.cheapcreatepod.com. And um, yeah, we'll be back next week. 